0: All right. Uh, Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Data Blitz podcast. Um, Today is Tuesday, so we are going to be trying to do our first official kind of redraft episode here, um, where I'm going to be covering mostly just waiver wire ads and some buys and sells going forward, maybe alongside some additional news that happened last week, but uh, we can kind of see what happens. Um, So bear with me as we go through this first episode uh, on the on the redraft format. Um, So last week was, I mean, I didn't get to cover this because I I was away for most of the week. Um, I got back on like Wednesday um, and then I just kind of jumped right into the Dynasty and redraft episodes. Uh, Dynasty was great. Uh, Love the new format for that. And then DFS, uh, we had some big hits. Um, actually, ended up turning $3 into $500. So that's pretty sweet. Um, so definitely tune into the DFS episode on Thursday. We've been on the green uh, two weeks in a row um, out of the kind of two weeks that we've covered it. Um, so it's going pretty well so far. Um, and I'm going to kind of diversify my strategy a little bit because now I kind of have a bigger bankroll. Um, so we'll have more to talk about about specific DFS strategy and stuff like that. Um, so for the redraft specific stuff, I guess we could jump right into our waiver wire ads for this week. I have a couple guys at each position here, um, you know, outside of defense and kicker, which I'm just not going to cover because I don't want to, um, if if you want me to cover it let me know somehow um but yeah so first up we have a quarterback the first quarterback that i have here is sam howell sam howell currently has a 19.1 rostered rate um over at espn and he's the 13th quarterback so there's a lot of cases where you can get Sam Howell uh, off the waiver wire in your league and he's a good sub if you have somebody like Kirk Cousins who we'll talk about later um or or someone else that might be struggling a little bit like a Jordan Love. Uh Sam Howell is going to be able to plug right in there and and hopefully get some good uh output. Um so far this season we've seen Sam Howell have points, 21.3, 4.6. That was up against Buffalo where the commanders got destroyed and he had four interceptions. Um, and then Philly, he put up 19.6, uh, against Chicago, 26.4. And then this past week against Atlanta, 18.3. Uh, so Sam Howell has been pretty consistently, uh, kind of in that back half of quarterback ones. Um, And has looked really, really good outside of that one game uh, up against Buffalo. I know that uh, in, like, even I think it was my first episode ever when I covered those um, waiver wire buys or waiver wire ads, Um, Sam Howell was somebody that I was kind of scared of after that four interception game. And I mentioned Jacoby Brissett. I think Sam Howell is going to be a little bit more here to stay than I had originally thought. And I think you're getting a week-to-week potential starter um, in like a one quarterback league for nothing. Um, So go try to add Sam Howell if you can. Um, He's definitely the number one waiver wire pickup at the quarterback spot. Next up, we have Gardner Minshew. Uh, Gardner Minshew is rostered in 3.8% of leagues, and it looks like Anthony Richardson is going to be out for the rest of the year. Um, which is tough. I mean, I I've expressed that Anthony Richardson is definitely gonna be injury prone for at least the next year or something like that. Uh now we'll see if that remains true, but yeah, he's currently injured and he's probably out for the year. Um so Gardner Minshew is really actually looking at a really tough matchup this week, um, going up against the Browns, who are allowing a least amount of points to opposing quarterbacks. Um, and he should be able to get something done against them, but it's really looking past that, that we have our um, kind of potential starter in Gardner Minshew. I don't think he's going to be like that same caliber quarterback as Sam Howell. I think there's a potential that um, Gardner Minshew is more of a plug-in and in your buy guy. But if you really are desperate for a quarterback and you potentially you're in like a two quarterback redraft league, um, definitely look Gardner Minshew's way as he is a guaranteed starter uh pretty much for the rest of the year. Don't think they really have anybody else on their team. Uh and Gardner Minshew has looked great in, in the past, um, especially in Jacksonville. Uh definitely a big fan of Gardner Minshew and what he's gonna offer going forward. Um, so that kind of covers what I had for quarterbacks. Uh, I only have a couple of running backs here too, so um, we can jump right into those. Uh, first up is Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt rostered at 26.8% um, and was actually trending down this past week. Um, but I think Kareem Hunt gets some more opportunity. He had 12 carries and three three receptions against San Francisco uh, for 16.1 fantasy points. And remember, this is only his third game and his first game back after the bye. So it really feels like Kareem Hunt's going to be built in a little bit more to the game script going forward, um, and it's going to take away some of those carries from Jerome Ford. Uh, I think that Kareem Hunt is somebody that, if you can go and get him right now and keep him on your roster, there's a chance that he puts up 10 or so fantasy points a game with, you know, 10-ish opportunities um, coming on the ground. So I think Kareem Hunt, definitely somebody that will make your team better. He's going to provide some stability at the running back position, um, especially if you have any bye weeks that you need to plug into or some of one of your players goes down. Um, The next guy that I have here is Jordan Mason. Jordan Mason Had a pretty good game last week, and I believe the week before, he put up 69 yards the week before last, and then after um, Christian McCaffrey went down, he had five carries for 27 yards. Uh, So it looks like Jordan Mason's going to be the main guy there. There is a chance that Elijah Mitchell does get kind of worked back in, but you're not Paying anything to get him here. Um, so if you can pick up Jordan Mason, especially in some of those deeper leagues, you could have a starter for a week, maybe two, but it's not like a, a situation like Kareem Hunt where this is a guy that's going to be um, providing value every week, uh, hopefully for the rest of the year. But if you're potentially like the Christian McCaffrey owner and you need this guy, whenever Christian McCaffrey's hurt to plug in, uh, definitely go pick up Jordan Mason, see if he takes that kind of backup spot from Elijah Mitchell, which it looks like he maybe already has done. All right, from here, we can jump into the wide receivers and tight ends that I have to cover uh, for the waiver wire ads for this week. So first up here, we have Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams is currently rostered at 34%. um, And he just had a pretty great game. I mean, it was kind of just built on one reception, um, but you know, three targets, two receptions, one touchdown. And I think it was like a 50 yard touchdown um, up against Tampa Bay. I think we're going to see Jameson Williams get a little bit more involved to diversify that offense um, going forward. And they are playing Baltimore. Baltimore uh this week so i think jameson williams is going to get a good opportunity against that pretty weak secondary um so we really don't know what we've seen from jameson williams but he's uh he was picked 12 back in 2022 he's still pretty young he offers some uh different skill sets on the field that the or the lions don't really have um and we should be able to see him Hopefully get more opportunity going forward and, and with that opportunity convert that into points. Um, the next guy here is kind of the opposite. We've seen what he's done, he's continued to do it, and nobody's buying it. Um, so Curtis Samuel is a guy that is rostered in 28.6% of leagues. Um, and he's been a wide receiver too. He's wide receiver 24. He's not flashy. He's not incredible. You know, his situation isn't the best. Sam Howe's improving, but, you know, nobody knows if Jahan Dotson's going to step up or if Kurt Samuel's just going to continue to put up some kind of points on that offense. So we're seeing, I mean, he's had five ish targets a game and then 40 to 50 yards almost every game and has consistently put up double-digit fantasy points. Um, So Curtis Samuel is a guy that's not flashy, he's not going to be a wide receiver one ever. He's probably available on your waiver wire and you can plug him in and expect 10 to almost 15 points on a good week, um, especially on that improving uh, commander's team. So. As they get a little bit better, it looks like he's kind of trended up with Sam Howell. Um, So maybe that continues and maybe Jahan Dotson steps up, but again, it doesn't cost you anything to go pick this guy up and he's guaranteed fantasy points right now. Um, And then the last wide receiver that I have here is Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice rostered in 30% of leagues um, and Patrick Mahomes looked his way a lot last week. Uh, he had four targets last week uh against Denver, five targets the week before against Minnesota, five targets the week before against the Jets, seven targets the week before that. Um his lowest game was two targets, but you know, four and above every game since then. Uh he did put up seventy-two yards last week, which was his highest total. Um but I think we're starting to see kind of the wide receiver one uh establish himself in Kansas City there's no guarantee on if Rasheed Rice continues to put up points because they do spread the ball around a lot and you know it's hard to maintain a lot of volume in that offense unless you're Travis Kelsey or formerly Tyree Kill um, but on the off chance that Rasheed Rice it's not even really the off chance he has been the wide receiver one on that team and if he continues to be the wide receiver one, you should get a couple breakout weeks here or there. And if he continues to build that connection with Patrick Mahomes, you should be able to plug him in every week, knowing that he has that uh, quarterback behind him. So check that out. Um, you know, there's not really much of a risk there, and you could potentially be getting the wide receiver one for Patrick Mahomes. Next up here uh, is our tight ends. So this kind of concludes the waiver wire ads for the week. And our first tight end that I have to mention is probably going to come up again during the Dynasty episode, but is Michael Meyer. Uh, I think it's Meyer or Mayer, I don't know. Um, He's rostered in one and a half percent of leagues, so he's available everywhere. Um, And he kind of broke out last week. Uh, There's not really much else to say. It's six targets, five receptions, 75 yards. 12.5 fantasy points. Week before that, he had three targets, two uh, two receptions, 39 yards. So he's been trending up. Before that, he had two total targets on the year. So it seems like he's getting more involved in the offense, um, which is kind of all you could hope for at this point. I don't know if he's going to be like one of those week-to-week starter guys. Probably isn't going to be your Sam Laporta, your, I don't know, Darren Waller, even though Darren Waller is kind of – Questionable right now. Maybe your Evan Ingram's uh, that like back half wide receiver one. uh, Sam Laporte is kind of questionable there. But yeah, I don't think Michael Meyer is going to continue to be that, but he is starting to establish himself a little bit in that offense. And there is a chance that he becomes one of those main targets on that team. Um, And then going forward, you could get some solid value out of him. Second tight end I have here is Trey McBride uh on the Cardinals? Trey McBride is rostered at a 0.4% rate. So tight ends are a little bit deeper than most of the other guys, but um I don't know. You're gonna get some good value out of these guys, especially if you're for some reason starved at tight end, um and need need somebody to plug in. So Trey McBride outsnapped um Zach Ertz this past week, he had the same amount of targets as Zach Ertz, uh, and he tied the team in receiving yards with Michael Wilson. Um, So he was kind of one of the main targets on that offense. And the week before, so he had five targets this past week uh, against the Rams, and then three targets the week before that against Cincy. Um, So he's kind of trending up. There's... I know that the Cardinals aren't a team to rely on, especially for like a tight end where you're going to need them to be the main option on that team, but he he was tied for the main option on the team last week, so there is a chance that he does establish himself as that guy for Josh Dobbs, and going forward has some really solid value. Okay, from here, um, so that kind of concludes the waiver wire ads for the week. Um, hopefully I covered a lot of good guys there and now we can jump into the redraft buys and sells. So for the first guy here, I have Bryce Young as a redraft buy. Uh, I think he's at a very low spot right now. He's probably also going to be a dynasty buy from me, but Bryce Young has definitely been trending up, as I discussed last week in the Dynasty episode in Players Trending Up. Um, Last week, he put up 20.3 points against Detroit. And then uh, against Miami, he had two really solid early touchdown drives. um, And then the team kind of fell apart, which is kind of what you can expect out of them going forward. But it does feel like Bryce has a little bit of value um, in redraft. He could trend up towards the end of the year. Uh, I'm not really fully certain about it because he is a rookie on an awful team and there's a chance that they just continue to have performances like they did against Miami. But, you know, he's played some good teams so far this year in New Orleans, Detroit, and Miami, uh, and Atlanta. I don't know. One of them, Atlanta and New Orleans. Count them both as half a good team. Um, and I think he should be able to get something going a little bit later. Uh, Adam Thielen has stepped up in a big way, and it just feels like Bryce is starting to get it together. Um, this upcoming week might... This upcoming week, I think, is a buy. Let me double-check. Uh, whether it is or is it, if it isn't. But yeah, this upcoming week is a bye for them, so maybe he gets it together after the bye week, um, which would be good to see. So I think they kind of need that little break. They did show something um, on Sunday, and they could really kind of work with that and work off of that going forward because they they have been throwing the ball a ton, Um, like third highest rate in the league. So... There's definitely value to be had there. It's just a matter of no touchdowns and kind of no real offense outside of just throwing the ball over and over again. So if they work off of it, you're going to see some big improvements this week. Uh, and if they don't, I honestly, you'll know within like a week. So try to buy Bryce. Uh, don't pay a lot for him, but try to buy him. Uh, the next guy that I have this would be my quarterback cell is Kirk Cousins um I guess we could start with Kirk Cousins play San Francisco next week and then I think they play the who do they play after that One second uh here I'll come back to it so they play San Francisco next week which is going to be tough um Kirk Cousins obviously lost Justin Jefferson. And struggled a decent amount versus the Bears. Um, I I don't know if I have faith in Addison and Hawkinson going forward. Um, those guys are good, but it just didn't seem like they were. They don't have the Justin Jefferson effect anymore. Like uh, they're going to be struggling a lot more to get open. Uh, they're going to be focused. Justin Jefferson isn't going to be taking two defenders away every play. Um, so that's going to be tough for them going forward. Uh, Kirk Cousins isn't going to be able to sustain his value. Um, and I don't know. Uh just feels like a guy that kind of relies on on Justin Jefferson. Uh, he could even get traded. I know they, they said he isn't going to get traded, but I think he could. Um the situation's very unknown right now. And he's in a spot where you can sell him because he... Early, through the first three games of the season, he was wide or quarterback 9-4, uh, and they dropped to 22 against Carolina, 10 against Kansas City, and then he put up 8.7 points this week. So and that's against, against Chicago. So I think... Ever since he lost Justin Jefferson, there's a big drop off here. Yes, he might get Justin Jefferson back, but you could go get Sam Howell and be happy with that because you don't even know if Kirk's gonna be on the team by the time Justin Jefferson is back. Um, so I wouldn't I would not rely on Kirk Cousins going forward. I'd try to sell him for whatever I can, to be honest. Um, on to my running back buys. Um, I just have one guy here. I have Javante. Um, I think Javante Williams improves going forward. I don't know. He was like the only guy that looked good uh, against the Chiefs last week. He had 10 carries for 52 yards, averaging 5.2 yards a carry. Uh, And the rest of the team looked awful. Um, Will Sean Payton actually play him like he's one of the best players on the team. That's questionable. Um, But you can kind of only hope for it going forward. So I would buy Javante because he's pretty much at an all-time low right now. He's finished around running back 30 each week uh, up until this point. And he should hope to improve going forward. Uh, this week they're playing Green Bay. As a Green Bay fan, it kind of hurts, but I think that they should be able to run the ball well against Green Bay. Um, so we'll see what that looks like going forward. Uh, my next guy here is a running back cell. That's uh, Ramondre Ramondre Stevenson, uh, New England Patriot. He. Did have a good enough week to sell off of last week. Um, he had 10 carries, five receptions, uh, for 70 yards. And I believe he did a touchdown. I don't see the touchdown, but he had a touchdown. Um, and that ended up being like 18 fantasy points, which is his best game of the season. The week before that, he was in a pretty heavy split with Zeke. Um, I'd like to check if that uh, stayed, but I don't know. It's tough because Ramondre under Belichick is gonna struggle. I don't know. Not every team is the Raiders. Um, should I mean he he will have volume going forward. It's not to say that all of his volume will be taken away. But, you know, Zeke had seven carries, Ramondre had 10. Um, And it feels like that's still going to be a split going forward. Ramondre lucked out with the touchdown. Um, Just a guy that you probably want to move off of while you can. I know that, like, in dynasty formats, it's a little bit too late, but in redraft, people might see that 18 points and say, sure, I'll trade you Josh Jacobs for him. Josh Jacobs is always the guy that I want to trade for for some reason. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. Every time they've played like a good team, uh, I know half of New Orleans counts for me. So half of New Orleans, Dallas, honestly, the Jets, uh, Miami and Philly were good, but you know, he's averaging like seven, maybe eight points a game. It's not a guy that you really want to rely on. Um, So, try to move off him for somebody else. Uh, Even for the next guy that I'm talking about, which is James Cook. Uh, The only reason I'm bringing up James Cook here is because there's news about Leonard Fournette visiting the Bills. James Cook has been pretty good, he has very high utilization on the Bills. Uh, Last week, he had 14 carries for 71 yards. Um, Nothing really else, though, so 7.1 points. but he's been reliable. He's been a good running back. It's just if they go and bring somebody else in, that takes away some of his uh, carries. I know he's had pretty good red zone utilization through since week one. Um, there's just a chance that James Cook loses a lot of value fast, uh, considering that Josh Allen runs the ball on himself. So I'd be wary of James Cook um, going forward. He's... Probably better situation than Ramondre because Ramondre is probably the better player, but is already in that split. There's a chance that James Cook never gets uh, into a split and and continues to have his carries um, on that offense. So, um, next guy here that I want to mention is Adam Thielen. This is a wide receiver buy. Um, I think. Adam Thielen is a buy high. Like this guy is getting tons of volume. Uh, As I said earlier, it looks like the Panthers are only going to trend up going forward. Um, He has, he's ever since week one, he's averaging like 11 targets a game. Um, He's had a touchdown in four of the last five games. He's, he's just been an incredible uh, asset to any fantasy team. And I think some people see him, especially if you play with people that play Dynasty, they see him and they're like 33, he's old, he might fall off. They see him and they say he didn't do anything last year. Um, You know, but he's consistent and his output has been incredible. I would would try to buy him for whatever you can. I think he's going to continue to output great numbers for the rest of the year. Um, And we'll see what that looks like going forward. Um, one more guy that I have here. Actually, I have a bunch of wide receiver buys. I always do this. I always have so many wide receivers. Um, next wide receiver buy is Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne just came off an 11 target, 10 reception, 89 yard game. Uh, I think he had. No, he didn't have a touchdown. Um, he in week one he had 11 targets, six receptions. Week two he had nine targets, four receptions uh not as many yards in those games but i don't know he seems like the kind of the guy that is becoming the main option in new england um wouldn't pay a lot for him maybe i don't know if you could trade like kirk cousins for kendrick Bourne, that wouldn't be bad uh but maybe you could trade kirk cousins for something more because he is kind of a big name um but kendrick born's definitely just someone that trending up uh the team is going to have to throw a lot and they have thrown a lot um and so i'd, I'd check him out as a potential option to get some points on your team uh, probably in your flex spot or on your bench at wide receiver um next guy here i think is a buy is t higgins t higgins has really been awful this year um, in terms of air yard share, he hasn't though. Week 1, 151. Week 2, 125. Week 3, 87. So trending down. But uh, Joe Burrow looks like he's somehow healthy again. Um, And I think T. Higgins kind of came off an injury, Uh, is getting work back in, had kind of that overlap with Joe Burrow being bad in the start of the year. So you couldn't really expect anything from that. I think you should be able to get T. Higgins for for not too much, um, and if you can get him at like your wide receiver two, or your wide receiver three uh, slash flex, that would, that's just exactly what you want to do. Um, try to buy him low; don't pay too much for him. But T. Higgins is a guy that is going to put out fantasy points eventually. Uh, Joe Burrow is healthy; it's just a matter of can you get him for a good price, uh, opposed to the price that he was drafted for. Um, and I think you can, even though he will eventually put out points, uh, at that rate that you kind of expected next up here. Um, I'm Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith has been good. He's been trending down recently. Uh, he started off the year pretty hot and then it's been tough ever since then. Uh, I know that A.J. Brown has just been feasting, and that's kind of chipped into Devontae Smith's uh, production. I think we should start to see him get more. He had 11 targets, five receptions this past game. Like He's getting the targets. He's getting the receptions. He's just not really getting the yards. Um. So I think Devontae Smith, he had a big drop this past game too where he probably could have scored a touchdown. Um. I think he's a guy that you can get going forward for pretty cheap, just like T. Higgins, probably a little bit more expensive than T. Higgins. But I don't know if you can trade. Um, I don't want to like mess this up, but you can trade, let's say, like, I don't know, C.D. Lamb for C.D. Lamb and let's call it um, I don't know, Elijah Moore for T. Higgins and Devonta Smith. You can do that do that. That'd be awesome. Like if you're weak and kind of shallow at wide receiver and you have, um, you know, one of those good guys, I would try to water him down a little bit and get T Higgins and Devontae Smith or like one of the two and another good asset, like, uh, Devontae or something like that. Um, so I try to do that going forward. There's a chance that you could really, um, make some moves going forward because of that this next guy that i have here is my only wide receiver cell um and i mean the odds are he puts up a great game against green bay but i think jerry judy is more of a name than uh, an asset at this point and if you can trade him for if this is like a low, if you could trade him and get back, like, I don't know, Kendrick Bourne. I'd take Kendrick Bourne over Jerry Judy. you get Curtis Samuel. Like, there's a bunch of guys that actually produce fantasy points, Um, and Jerry Judy is not one of those guys. So he might start to, but, I mean, there's talks of him getting traded. There's questions over, you know, the future in Denver. Nobody wants to pay Jerry Judy. Cause he hasn't done anything his whole career jerry judy is not gonna have a good rest of the year i think um so i mean i knew there was a chance coming into the year i had like one share of jerry judy and i was a fan of him um but i just don't see it happening anymore um so i would try to move off jerry judy for whatever you can um and you gotta kind of take it where you can get it there um And then I have my tight ends here. My tight end, By is another By high ish. Um, But this is a guy that has really stepped up in the past three weeks. Um, He's got a great rookie quarterback. I had him in DFS. He showed out in that. Uh, And that's Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz has looked great ever since that week against Pittsburgh. Uh, He got he had three receptions, uh, one touchdown. 42 yards in in Pittsburgh, and then seven receptions against Atlanta for 65 yards, and then uh, four receptions and a touchdown. So he's putting up touchdowns. He's getting a decent amount of targets. He's getting a decent amount of catches. Um, He is, as I said, a great rookie quarterback. He is going into a bye week this week, so it could be a good time to buy him. Um, I don't know if the market's really caught on to the fact that Dalton Schultz is becoming heavily utilized in uh texas in houston um but the last year dalton schultz was awesome uh i think the year before that the year before that he was awesome too um dalton schultz is kind of a he's proven himself as a talent everybody had questions about his situation now the answer is that his situation is good um so he's kind of a guy that i wouldn't be concerned with buying uh, so i would i'd would suggest buying Dalton schultz and you can expect heavy utilization going forward um then my last guy here uh, this is a sell and i don't know what you're gonna get for him this kind of keeps happening it's like this is a guy that's kind of a sell low uh and that's darren waller darren waller is an incredible player darren waller is like the only option on his offense darren waller still hasn't done that much this year um i don't really understand it i don't know what's happening like where where are the points going um it's just like the giants don't do anything so there's no points to be had um so that's concerning he is like the number 12 wide receiver in fantasy points per tight end in fantasy points per game right now um so if you can move out from under him for that similar price and you move him for i don't know dalton schultz uh that's a trade i'm willing to do as crazy as that sounds like dalton schultz is getting utilized he's in a better situation he has a better quarterback uh darren waller is a better player but he's just not being used um which kind of hurts to say so that's, yeah, tell Darren Waller. Um, so that kind of concludes today's episode. Um, I know the first Redraft episode probably wasn't as graceful as the Dynasty or DFS, especially because the DFS nailed it. Um, but appreciate you bearing with me. I think I'll stick to this format going forward. It kind of worked well for me. Um... And then I guess that just means that we hop into Dynasty tomorrow. So I'm probably going to mention a few of these guys again, uh, but just with a different lens. So appreciate you for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, and follow me on Twitter at DataBuds uh, underscore X Y Z. So appreciate it.